y'all. This is Jules and welcome to Obsessed. Today, you're going to get a wake up call. Today, if you are struggling in a relationship that is lackluster, that perhaps you've checked out of, that perhaps even is combative, this is your day to sit back, take notes and listen to expert on love and relationships, Dimple Thakra. She is an amazing human and her vulnerability is awe-inspiring as she tells us the tale of how she turned her 25-year marriage around. She took ownership and she embraced her femininity. Guys, sit back. This is a really special episode and you will love Dimple as much as we do. Start getting obsessed with your life. Hey guys, welcome to Obsessed. Think of us as your personal development entourage, all wrapped up into one podcast. If you're committed to your personal development and believe your life is meant for more, then get ready to learn the tools you need to elevate this experience called life. Get obsessed with your life, just like us. We are Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Julie, and we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hi, I'm Tristan, and I'm obsessed with your emotional well-being. Hey, everybody. We have someone that you need to know. Her name is Dimple Thakra, and she popped into my life like an angel. Just one day, I don't even know how we met, but the relationship that I formed with her is so authentic. And I know you're just going to love her. So Dimple is an executive relationship strategist. And I'm going to let her tell her story because it's unbelievable. If you are struggling with a relationship, a marriage, you know what? So is Dimple. And you're going to get goosebumps today. Welcome our friend Dimple. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, Jules. So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And Dimple looks so fabulous, so chic. If you're listening to this, check out on YouTube and see just how fabulous this queen looks. (laughs) I was like, is it going to be on video? Because I planned audio, no makeup, no nothing, but let's just go with it. So there we go. You're rocking it, girl. You're rocking it. Do it. Let's do it. Real raw. So I think I was struck when we first had our first conversation, Dimple, just the vulnerability that you offer up and how you've learned so many lessons in your life and you're so willing to share. And I think you're the only person that can really explain your story. I mean, I could say it, but it would not sound as amazing and eloquent. But, you know, first I have to ask you, And I will be remiss if I don't ask you this because we ask everybody that walks into our lives this question. Dimple, what are you obsessed with? Gosh, I am obsessed with helping people. Like not just helping them in a way that mothering them to do something, but helping them find their own path. Like that's for me completely makes me, when you see somebody get it and they light up, That's the magic. Like, that's the magic. That's what I'm obsessed with. And and potato chips. Oh, just throw that in at the end. Potato chips. Or what do you call them in the UK? So Dimple is living in the UK, if you can't tell by her gorgeous accent. (laughs) So we call them crisps. 
I love crisp. So <laughs> those are the ones. Do you dip your crisp or yeah. do you just eat them? Plain? No, no, no. I just savor them. I mm. let them melt in my mouth. <laughs> okay. You're making them sound so delicious. I need to go get some crisps. I know. You can be seduced by crisps. Seduced by crisps. Okay. So Dimple, I, I would love for you just to share your story and your struggles and listen in all of you that perhaps are married right now and feeling a little bit torn in your marriage because Dimple, quite honestly, has been there and she got the wake up call beyond wake up calls. Yeah. Boy, did I. Wow, Jules, thank you. And thank you for the opportunity to speak this story. Like you said before we started, this story I've spoken many times. And it's so, it fascinates me that people don't tire from it. And I think the reason they don't tire and the point of the story is to wake you up, to actually, it woke me up, right? This whole piece on, I felt so stuck in my marriage. Let me rewind. So I've been married to the love of my life now for almost 26 years. We've been together 31 years. And we actually have walked this path together many lifetimes before this. And we never learned this lesson. And we've learned it in this lifetime. I've learned it in this lifetime. And that was, he's a super successful entrepreneur. And when we first got married, he basically was starting out. He wasn't earning money. In fact, money he was taking money from the house. I was the one earning the money. I was the one doing the job, going out to work, being the breadwinner. And I didn't get it. I didn't understand why he had to spend 24-7 doing random jobs like roofing to selling mangoes on a Sunday morning, right? When he has a family at home and why doesn't he want to spend this time with me? And so that was where my story began. The story of him not caring about me, not taking care of me, not wanting to be with me, me not being his priority. And then we had children and I resented him for us having children because I didn't want children and he did. Except I thought, right, so I'm stuck here with the children and he's still out doing what he wants to do, right? And I literally spent probably about one and a half to two decades blaming him for my misery, for my unhappiness, for him stealing my joy and my freedom and independence, right? And that was my story. And his business took off and I, my coaching took off, my business in terms of my coaching, my dietitian career, all that was fantastic. We had two beautiful girls. We lost five babies in between. I lost my mother at the first, within the first year of our marriage. We had, we'd been through quite a bit as a couple. And we reached a point on our 20th wedding anniversary where we decided enough was enough. We were done with fighting. I was done with him not choosing me over work. I was done with him having... And so we decided on our 20th wedding anniversary that we would exit our marriage like a like a business strategy, right? And that we were planning our divorce for our 25th wedding anniversary because we were literally dividing the assets. That's when the kids would be old enough. 
and they would understand. We didn't realize that we were already putting them through hell because they were witness to all the silence, the unspoken words, the energy in the in the house, witness to the past assault conversation. And so by divine intervention, I was introduced to a business coach because I decided to leave my job at this point and really focus on my business because it was it was a part-time thing that I was doing. And so I got a business coach and she introduced me to Tony Robbins. Never heard of him. Like in England, he's not that big as he is in the US. So never heard of him. And she introduced me to him. I thought, oh, let's look, let's look at this guy. I looked at him on YouTube, followed him a bit. And then what happened? He was coming to England. Of course he was. So I got the best seats in the house. 2017, this was. Got the best seats in the house. And I remember the day I met him was my birthday, 30th of April, 2017. And so something pulled me to that platinum partner table. And I, all I can say, it was divine intervention, divine energy. Some people say it's their sales team. Some people say it's whatever it was, something pulled me to that table. I was seven months. Can you hear me? I can. I just want to ask, what is the Platinum Partner table, Dimple? Yeah. So the Platinum Partnership, I'm, I'll explain. So let me let Al explain in the story, Jules. It'll all unfold. And so... Something pulled me to that table. I'm seven months into my business. So it's a new business. It's going really well, surprisingly really well for a new business. Anyway, I'm pulled to this table. I sign on the dotted line. I have no clue what I'm signing to. No clue, right? I've never traveled the world or anywhere on my own because I've always had the children, the two girls. Like even when we go to a new, not even a new restaurant, a restaurant we're familiar with, and I go to the restroom, if there's too many doors, which there usually are in a restroom, he has to send the girls in to come get me because I've got lost. I have no sense of direction, right? So I'm in London, traveling on my own for the first time. London is five hours away from where I live in the UK. I've traveled there on my own. I've never been anywhere on my own. And I'm signing my life away to this thing that I don't even know what it is. And I ring up my husband and I say to him at midnight, please don't shout at me. I've done something crazy. And with hindsight, looking back, he probably thought I've had an affair. Because bearing in mind, our marriage is on the rocks. I've gone away for the first time on my own. I've felt neglected for 20 years, right? I've got all this attention all of a sudden. Anyway, he says to me, I'm not going to shout at you. And he doesn't shout. It was just my perception of his raised voice, right? And I said, I've done something crazy. Please don't shout. He turned around and he said to me, listen, whatever it is, I've been traveling for 24 hours. I'm really tired. Just tell me we can deal with it. And I blurted out, I joined something called Platinum Partners And it's something where you travel the world with Tony Robbins for 12 months. It's an elite group of people that he invites to travel the world with him. And it costs 75,000 US dollars. And I vomited out how much it was, right? At that time, that's how much it was. Never mind the fact that you have to pay for your travel on top. So it's actually double that in a year, right? And... I'd never been on a plane by myself. I'd never been in a restaurant 
by myself. Never been anywhere other than this event by myself, right? <laughs> so how the hell I'm going to navigate the world? I have no idea. But anyway, didn't think about the how, just knew the why. And the why was Tony does an event for Platinum Partners Only called Relationship in Maui. And he does it once every two years. It was in that October he was doing it. Something inside me said, this is make or break for my relationship. I still love the bones of this man. I just don't know how to be with him. And he doesn't know how to be with me. And so the response I get from my beautiful man was the first breakthrough, was the first lesson. And that was what he said to me was, 20 odd years ago, you invested in me so that that I could follow my dream and develop my business. And he said, so the way I see this now is it's just an investment in you and your business and we'll make it work. We'll find a way. I just cried because I realized he's about to lose me. We've already decided that we're getting divorced. He's about to lose me and he's showing me unconditional love, right? And we made it work and he made it work and it, and we found a way. And so that was the first lesson. The second lesson was October came and it was the relationship event and it was the only one you could bring your partner to. Bearing in mind, my husband had never, had no clue who Tony Robbins was. Like he just, all he knew was that at this point, his wife had been on four different events and so has been traveling like every 10 days I was going somewhere else in the world, which... When you think about COVID now, it's hard to believe that's possible. But I literally was going from Europe to Singapore to America, all over the place, right? So I did, and every time I came back, I was really happy. So clearly he's going, this big guy's making her happy. Let her keep going, right? And it was a relationship event. And this was lesson number two. I had to ask him to come, Right to something that he knows nothing of, to something that's the other side of the world, to something that we had to organize childcare for. And then this was the bit that the universe keeps providing you with challenges and tests. It just happened to be the exact same time as his company, who he's just acquired, brand new company, he's taken over the exact same time as this company's biggest trade show in Cannes, France. Of course it is, the exact same week. And this company happens to be a family company that he took over. So he saved the family and he had 150 employees. Does he let down 150 employees to come to something for his wife? Or does he let his wife down to support 150 people, including his brother and his father, right? So does he choose work? over love or love over work. Bearing in mind, the story that I'd run in my mind for 20 odd years was, I'm not a priority. He's having an affair with work. Lesson number two, this beautiful man chose love. And he came. And day one, we get there. And the first thing Tony says is, who in the room does not want to be here? And Tony puts his arm around his back like, You've been, you had your arm twisted to be here. Three people stand up in that room, one of which is my man. Now, this was the moment that I experienced for the first time ever the duality that lives inside of all of us, which is the masculine and the feminine energy. Because half of me went, 
sit down, you idiot. How dare you embarrass me in front of everybody, all my platinum partner friends, right? That was the masculine in me trying to control. The feminine part of me was like, my God, this beautiful man stands for who he is and what he believes in. And he doesn't care who that's in front of, including the six foot seven Tony Robbins. And Atul's not small. He's six foot, so he's not a short guy. Like he's a, he's a tall, slim guy, right? A curd was pure divine. To witness this, Tony looked at Atul straight in the eye with such respect and admiration for this man. Tony looked at Atul with respect, admiration, and he said to him, all I ask is one thing. And Atul looked at him and he said, what's that? And he said, just keep an open mind. That's all I ask. Now, because of the way Tony looked at Atul with such respect, man to man, Atul was like, okay, I can do this. I can do that. And it was a beautiful exchange of man to man, masculine to masculine, respect and honor and humility, right? And so day one was beautiful. Then we had the most incredible fight in the evening. Of course we did, because how dare he go to bed early and not be the perfect husband with my friends, right? So day two, it was all his fault. And I was the bitch from hell. I'm not letting him sit anywhere near me. I sat on the front row with my platinum partner friends in complete significance. And he, I got like, you just sit wherever you want. And he sat right at the back. And he spent the whole day trying to please me and trying to win me rounds. And I was just being the the ice queen bitch from hell, right? And this went on all day. 10.30 at night, Tony's done a whole day. I've been the bitch from hell. There's a speaker on the screen, Esther Perel, incredible relationship expert. And I comment to something she said. I stand up and comment. And you know when... You've said the wrong thing. And the energy in the room just drops like thunder, like boom, it just. And I sat down and I went, shit. And then I just feel this vibration, this energy from the back of the room as I feel this fee, fi, fo, fom. And it's Tony, the giant, coming down the aisle and he bellows, where? is dimple and all the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and I stand up and I'm at the front of the room and I turn to him and he comes around and all five foot two and a half of me looks up at him and all six foot seven of him towers over me with all I can describe as this horse head right I'm a tiny little Indian woman He's this six foot seven giant and he starts to bellow at me and with such intensity. There's platinum partners in the the room that have been there for 15 years, witnessed Tony's work for 15 years and not felt this intensity from him before. Now, I have to say and just say just as a side note, there was not one moment in this intervention that I ever felt threatened or scared. I felt Tony's integrity. And what he was actually doing at this point was matching my masculine energy because I hadn't realized that I'd been wearing this masculine mask for so long and he was literally mirroring me, right? That's how intense I was. 
And here's the, the third lesson. It, within two minutes of Tony coming and attacking me with his intensity, that all came from nowhere. And here's the lesson. It took for Tony Robbins to stop what he was doing, to look at Atul, to actually say, is this the guy you're talking about not forgiving? Because my comment was about not forgiving. And he said, I fucking love this brother. Excuse my French. And he put his arm around him and he said, he's shown more courage than you'll ever show. Because what Atul was doing was he was coming down the aisle with his chest out. And what do you think he was doing? He's ready to take Tony Robbins down. He's protecting me, right? Now, here was the drop the mic moment. Here was the moment my life changed forever. And that was the moment I realized that this guy that I'd been married to, that I'd wanted to protect me, that I was so desperate to be seen by, has always been doing it and was always there. And the problem is I haven't noticed. I hadn't noticed that he'd always been there and was always protecting me. Everything he was doing in our lives was to protect me and provide. The problem is I hadn't noticed. And so it took two hours of intervention, including me getting down on my hands and knees and begging for forgiveness because I hadn't realized that this beautiful man, the very thing that I desired in my heart of hearts was right there in front of me. And the problem had been was that I had risen in my masculine thinking that he hadn't protected me. And as a result, he had risen in his masculine over the years we'd fought. And then it got too tiring and he dropped into his feminine to create the polarity to keep the attraction going. But neither of us were happy because we were in our inauthentic energies. And so through this intervention... Yes, I did get down on my hands and knees in front of 500 people and beg for forgiveness. And many women say to me, well, what about him? And the truth is we go first. Because when we go first, what magic happened was, as I got down on my hands and knees and begged for forgiveness and he towered over me, my beautiful man got down on his knees and he said, we are one, we're equal. I can't stand above you. And you can't stand above me. And he looked me eye to eye and he said, I'm also responsible for letting this happen. So when we work together as one, we're incredible. And so that was the moment that I had my spiritual awakening. That was the moment that I realized that my path is to do this work. I've been a coach now for 25 years working in relationships, but I niched down working with super successful entrepreneurs, mainly men and their wives, supporting them to readdress their balance. And that was my spiritual awakening because Tony Robbins that day saw something inside of me that I had locked away for a long time because the very thing that I was protecting myself from, which was his his love, was actually the piece I was blocking out. What I thought I had to protect myself from was love. And actually, I was blocking out my own love. So how the hell could I see his love and his protection and feel it if I wasn't even allowing myself to love me? And so the work was all about loving me. And so now I support people with that through my energy work, through my strategy work. 
And I light up the moment I get gifted the privilege to walk alongside somebody to support them through their waking moment. Because Tony Robbins saw the love inside of me way before I could see it. And that's why he spent that time with me that day. And that's my story. And that's where I'm at. And I get the delicious delight of being able to grow with this beautiful man every day. And we don't get it right every day and we still fight. But the fights now turn to play fighting and joy. And my girls were interviewed by Tony Robbins and I was interviewed for his podcast. And it was interesting because the girls at the time were 14 and 19 and they were asked what's been the impact of the intervention. And the 19-year-old said, uh, no, sorry, the 14-year-old said it was so interesting. She said, mommy and daddy still fight, but it's really weird. It's like play fighting now. They wrestle and play and tumble, right? And the 19-year-old said, I am sick of telling them to go get a room. It's embarrassing, right? Nobody else's parents are so passionate and affectionate. And so my wish for everyone is, you know, those old couples that you see in their 80s and 90s who are affectionate and holding hands and you notice them because they're so unusual because they have that magic about them. That's my wish for everybody. I want that to be the norm so that we create incredible role models for our children. So if that means that you're not with the one, I show people how to be with the one. So that's my story. Beautiful. Your story, I mean, simple. It is so inspirational, encouraging. Thank you for sharing this. I mean, sharing it with the world, sharing it with your clients in the UK and around the world, and then sharing it with our obsessed listeners. How do you keep it working and how, what advice can you give those of us listening? And you could be speaking to the dimple version that's who's reached her limit. What would you say? What an incredible question. Thank you so much. So what I would say is take a moment, just pause, right? When you're in it, it's really hard to see clearly. And what do I mean by that? Literally take a breath, give yourself a moment to step out of it, to really decide what's important to you. What are you not seeing, right? What are you not seeing? Is there still love in your heart for you first? I was blaming him. I took him to Tony Robbins because he needed fixing because I was the coach, right? When we take responsibility of our own actions, radical self-responsibility, and you can only do that when you lean back and when you actually take a moment and you stop doing and you just pause and be for a moment. And we say all this, don't we? But actually, for the women, for the men, I would say, take a walk in nature, be present, notice, breathe. What do you really want to feel because the pieces I wrote an article on this quite recently and it was something I was working with with my client just before this call and that was are you addicted to the pain like is there something inside of you that's addicted to I was addicted to the struggle I was actually addicted to the struggle of working towards the divorce right and actually when I decided and it was a decision to divorce the struggle not the man, 
Divorce the struggle, not the man. Divorce the struggle, not the wife. Are we so programmed that we like to have the fight? We like to be right. What are you choosing? Are you choosing to be right today? Are you choosing to be in love? Because I can guarantee you when you choose love, it's so much nicer and you have so much more fun. Or are you choosing to be right all the time? Because that's what I was choosing. I had to prove my point. I had to be right. He was late half an hour, so I changed the locks on the door, right? And I watched him try and get in his own house. Is this true? It's so true. Oh, my God. I changed the locks on the door. I was so pissed with him being on his phone all the time. I removed his SIM card and flushed it down the toilet with all his business contacts because I was right. Wow. So Queen's listening, divorce the SIM card, not the husband. Yes. Let it go. What do you stand for? What do you really want? Because you have to go first. You have to forgive. You have to forgive yourself for all the judgment because the truth is they're just mirroring. Forgive yourself, let it go. And I'm telling you now the magic that happens. When I stopped expecting from him and started to appreciate him, oh my God, this man rose. I literally, it, what occurred was, instead of me snipping him at the balls, I handed him back his balls, right? I literally handed back the balls and he never gave them me back again. Like there are moments when he tried and I'm like, nope, I'm good. I trust you. I trust you. You've got this. May not be the way I want to do it, but I'm choosing love over being right today. And guess what? In those magic moments, I was blown away by the way he did it because I didn't even know that it was possible to do it in this way. Blown away. Wow, Dimple. I'm speechless. I cannot wait to replay this episode. You dropped so many gems. What are your final thoughts for our obsessed listeners? What I would say to you is that, Mika, beautiful question is, once again, thank you. What I would say to you is, if you can just for a moment, if you want acknowledgement, you have to give it first. If you want love, you have to give it first. If you want fully to receive love, when I say give it first, I don't mean to them. I actually mean to yourself. I had stopped loving me. So how the hell was I expecting him to give me love? You can't receive anything from anybody else unless you receive it from yourself first. So my takeaway for you today is, ladies, gents, and this goes across the board, when you can fully love you first, that's when it opens the door for you to be able to receive and give it in everything in life. That is beautiful. I absolutely love that. It starts with self-love and I couldn't agree more. Dimple, thank you so much for being on our show today. We absolutely adore your story and you. Where can our listeners find you? So my website, Dimple, D-I-M-P-L-E, Thakra, T-H-A-K-R-A-R, Global. That's my website. My Instagram handle is Dimple Thakra. Same thing, same on Facebook. But if you just go to my website, everything's on there. If you follow me on Instagram, I drop brilliant content and videos all the time, free of charge. If you want to work with me, it's application only. Again, everything's available on my website. That's it. 
<laughs> I mean, I know you all are obsessed with Dimple as we are, and we're going to have her on again because there's so much to learn from this woman, but her story is real. You look at this beautiful goddess in front of us and you're like, she can have no problems at all, (laughs) but we all do. And she's teaching, she's teaching and she is a thought leader on this. And thank you, Dimple, from the bottom of our hearts. We're obsessed with you. And please keep doing all this amazing good in the world because- We can just hear it in your voice, your passion, and you are a change maker. Love you, Dimple. Thank you, Jules. Love you. Thank you, Mika. Thank you, Tia. So much love to you all. Oh my gosh, Dimple, that was amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Obsessed Podcast. Personally, I really found Dimple's story empowering. Her use of telling it from her side, saying my story and using my perspective and perception of what was going on in her marriage and her relationship and really taking ownership after that intervention to divorce the story she was telling herself for all of the many years of her marriage and really not divorcing the man, but finding what was truly in front of her. Because when she did that, the very thing she desired was right there in front of her the whole time. And if we are able to really dive deep into our stories that we're telling ourselves and make sure we are not pushing our perspective onto somebody else or vice versa and really taking responsibility, radical self-care responsibility, as Dimple says, to stop doing and really just start being in the moment and looking what is rather than what you're telling yourself. And I personally loved how she said that I didn't think of my how I just thought of the why, because a lot of times our how will follow our why as long as we are still moving forward with our why. Thank you so much again for tuning into another episode of the Obsessed Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out on Instagram at crown underscore compass girls and let us know how we can better serve you. Thank you so much again for tuning in.